It does, however, involve being able to start writing whether you feel ready or not, to finish what you start and to do it well, making the best use of your time, and you may not need as much as you think, learning how to recognize and channel energy and enthusiasm, knowing enough about yourself to be able to fashion a creative process that's uniquely suited to you. It's that last factor that has offered the greatest surprise and delight to writers I've taught and coached. Most people assume that writing has to be done in some standard way, and this trips them up. A very talented psychic told me recently, I really ought to write a book. People keep coming back to my classes because they love the way I present the material. But I just can't see sitting down for so long and writing the thing. Aha, I said, you don't have to sit down down to write it. You don't, she asked. No. You could write it standing up or walking around or even most of it while you're teaching your classes. Really? She was excited. Similarly, a consultant described to me a book she was determined to write. As soon as I can clear out my schedule, I'm going to get started, she said. Wait a minute, I said. Are you the type of person who can only work on one project at a time or do you habitually work on many things at once? She didn't even have to think about it. I'm very good at juggling projects, she replied. So why are you assuming that the thing to do is to clear out your schedule? Oh, she said, hmm, you're right. I can let the book be one of the many plates I have going in the air at once. The rest of this report will help you re-examine your expectations so that you can keep those that are sound and discard the ones that are based on myths and fallacies about writing. My overarching principle here is that the secret of productive writing is striking a balance between discipline and inspiration. If your writing process includes only discipline, it's not alive. It's bound to be missing the magic it could have. If it includes only inspiration, however, I'll bet that the quantity of your writing is nowhere near what you would like it to be. With both discipline and inspiration, you'll be able to leap beyond the apparent constraints of time and energy to stun your readers with works that showcase your unique mix of talents. 1. Find time and space to write. The first ingredient of discipline is finding time and space to write. Don't wait until you have nothing to do. Set aside specific times for writing. Treat these as appointments with yourself. Write down your chosen times in your date book. Keep your appointments. Of course, you'll find it easier to keep your writing appointments if you begin with very short stints of writing time, say 20 to 30 minutes, and choose times that are easier for you to set aside. Let's suppose that you work full-time or have full-time kids at home. How about writing before you go to work, when you put the twins down for their nap, during your lunch break, or after the dinner dishes are done and you would normally turn on the TV? In 19th century England, Anthony Trollope wrote almost 50 novels, all by waking up early and writing before going off to his job at the Postal Service. In the 1980s and 1990s in America, Scott Turow wrote several best-selling mystery novels on the train commuting to his job as a trial attorney. Sylvia Plath, who had three children, wrote most of her highly respected poems in early morning before her household woke up. Yes, it's true that she killed herself, but I don't think it was because of the hours she chose for writing. 
If the mere thought of early morning writing makes you suicidal, go for evening or night hours. I heard of one writer who went to bed at 9 or 10 and set his alarm for 2 a.m. so he could write for two hours when his neighborhood was utterly quiet. Then he'd go back to sleep. Let's suppose, on the other hand, that you have no regular obligations. You're retired or unemployed or living off your inheritance. You might feel tempted to expand your expectations and the time you're going to set aside for writing. Gosh, there's no reason I couldn't write every day from 9 to 5. Don't do this to start out. Would you go from not running at all to trying to run 10 miles a day? By starting with a relatively small period of time and gradually lengthening your stints up to your natural limit, you set yourself up for success, not failure. This might sound odd, but too much empty time can be a curse for some writers. I spent June 1989 at Cummington...